What's up? What's up? We back again. Hendo on plug. You know who it is, Big Hendo. And I got a legend in the building. Hey, man. Hey, Let's hey, go, baby. Hey, hey, hey. <laughs> now the earth is on fire. Everybody screaming. Hello. The birth of a demon. Hey. And I'm rolling it with semen. Born it while I'm boning and I'm cloning up me. Hey. And I'm cloning up the Obedience, disobedient criminal Breaking in your soul and I'm taking it to go Hey, that's enough, bro That's enough, that's enough, that's enough <laughs> Hey, you guys, I want to let you guys know We have a, a legend, a San Diego legend We have a San Diego pioneer Somebody who's very important to this culture Somebody who's put this culture on Pushed this culture forward All the above, man It's a pleasure to have you in the building Like I said, um, this is my guy, Mr. Little One, bro How you feeling, baby? Hey, man, I'm glad to be here Thank you for having me, man Bro, it's a pleasure to have you man and um i know you're very busy man i see you doing big things doing shows show uh sold out crowd you know with millions of people's in the crowd <laughs> you know what i'm saying i seen a video bro it was like you know i'm looking at the video that had to be like it had to be about five six thousand people ten thousand oh, yeah, people oh, in the yeah, crowd yeah, you know yeah, what i'm saying yeah, we were rocking that that was a that was a taco fest man you're killing it bro I man i'm proud of you man thank um you, i remember you. you first came in here bro and i was like is that Mr. Little One? Nah, you were man? like, who's this loudmouth right here? <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, it's a pleasure to have you once again. Thank you for coming on, bro. Um, no, I appreciate you. Thank you. Let's start from the beginning, bro. You know, um, let's let's talk about you coming up in San Diego. You're you raising, being raised in San Diego, man. Let's talk about that. How were you raised in San Diego? I was raised in Southeast San Diego in okay. Sherman. All right. Um, and you know, man, it was it was no different than any other you know neighborhood in the jungle. Okay. You know, but one of the things that that's important to me that I always say is that. No matter what was going on outside, mm -hmm. everything that I, that that I needed mm -hmm. was really going on inside. You know, yeah. I mean, I come from a good family. I, my mother was a good person. My mother gave me, you know, compassion and, and and gentleness and all the good traits, man. So it doesn't matter where you're at geographically. You know, what I mean, like if it if it's if they pour it in you when you're young. It's gonna stay with you. Absolutely. So Sherman, you said Sherman. What part is where part is uh like twenty fifth like and market? Okay, okay, all right. Yeah, like twenty fifth and market. Hey man, that's kind of a rough area, bro. Uh, you know, you know what I'm saying, saying, man. You gotta be the lion and the fox at the same time. Hey, I see you. Hey, <laughs> hey, you one of them hyenas too, man. You got a little hyena in you. You know what I'm saying? You have to. Um, so let's talk about you branching to music. Like what made you start liking music? What made you to uh pursue a, a music career, you know? Man, I, I think just you know, music was in the background when God was making me, mm -hmm. you know, so I just think you're born with it. Like, that's my opinion, like, artistically. Mm -hmm. Like, I think you're born with it. Really? You know, I, I think I think a real real artists are, like, born with it. Mm -hmm. And, uh, you know, man, my brothers would play hip-hop records, you know, when I was growing up. So on career day in the sixth grade, you know, there were the, the engineers were there, the police was there, the firemen were there. Uh, you know, and then the 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 DJ from ninety two point five was there. Okay. So and I started chopping it up with him, and he started talking about the radio. I'm like, yeah, this is what I'm gonna do. Damn. So you know, my brothers would play like the Beastie Boys and Run DMC and Curtis Blow and what and all of that. So you know, I started getting the the, the B sides. Mm -hmm. So I would listen to to all the instrumentals. So I start you know writing rhymes over the instrumentals. You know, but at that time there was no barriers, there was no color, there was no yeah. none of that. You know what I'm saying? It was just music. Right, right, right. So right. I, I I try to stick to that. Yeah, yeah. Um, do you remember your first like you know rhyme or you know yeah, the lyrics that you yeah, first did? Yeah, yeah. So dang. I, so at hey, that, let me hear it, bro. Let me no, hear so it. Check it out. So check it out. So at, <laughs> so, so at that time, there were neighborhood raps. Okay. You know there was neighborhood raps. Mm -hmm. So every neighborhood had a rapper. Mm -hmm. So the neighborhood. So in my in my neighborhood, the rapper was the was clown. Shout out the clown. Okay, and uh, 
and you know he was he was a little bit older than me you know maybe seven years older than me okay and he had the neighborhood rap over genius of love mm -hmm. so every time i will see him like i put him on the spot i'd be like hey man i want to rap against you mm -hmm. so one day he just like pulls up to the house he's like man i'm gonna write a little rhyme for you and we're gonna go to the dj and he's gonna throw on the instrumental and we're going rock so it went a little something like this it went all you party people don't know who i am my name is little one from the sherman gang this hey. is little one on the microphone i'm gonna jam to the beat i'm gonna give you some hey damn bro yeah. look at him and, man. and it became like a hood classic mm -hmm. and then it all started there so like what age were you when 12. you uh, 12 years old i was 12 years old yeah damn that's it, crazy it was in the summer mm -hmm. of uh elementary going into junior high damn that's yeah. crazy so you're like whoa so junior high wow that's crazy man that's so, nuts so you know when you take that three-month break yeah yeah it was at that time oh that's crazy so bro. so that whole summer was uh you know little one was born mm. mr little one was born so what about influences like what who influenced your style would you say man well okay so i like i told you i would listen to run dmc i yeah. would listen to curtis blow i would listen to ll cool j mm -hmm. and you know i was really intrigued by the by the creative art yeah. by the you know by the styles i'm especially run dmc going back and forth and even the beastie boys mm -hmm. but um as I got older, one of my one of my favorite rappers, MC Ren. MC Ren, y'all man, come on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's my, crazy. My favorite rapper was MC Ren and mm -hmm. Scarface and Method Man. Wow. Yeah. So that's a lot of East Coast, a lot of East Coast influences too. Well, I mean, if you look at MC Ren, man, mm -hmm. like that dude just had a very distinct voice. Yeah. He had very distinct rhymes. His mm -hmm. the sequencing of his of his rhymes were dope scarface you know not a funeral is over Damn, you know yeah. everything is dried up you yeah. know it was money and the power yeah. money and the power 100 they met that man you know i came to bring the pain hardcore to the brain Oof. so hey. i would say those three dudes mm -hmm. you know were, were my main influences you know what's so crazy about music before like you know comparing music now to before this is just my opinion i feel like before like you know when you first started and everything music is like you could feel it you know what I mean, people? You when you listen to that song, bro, you can feel it in your heart, man. Yeah, you know 100%. what I mean. Percent. That's real music. Though. Yeah, yeah. You know, that's real music. That that's that's the real deal. Yeah, yeah. Music's changed. The climate of music's changed. The climate of humanity's changed. One hundred percent. I agree. One hundred percent. Everything you're saying. So, what are some? Um, tell me how the music has evolved since you started to now. I would say it it, it evolved for a split second but i think music kind of regressed too really i i think so okay i, I mean i think so i mean if go you, a little deeper on that for me so i mean if you look at bands like zap mm -hmm. bands like um who else got you know the old school song yeah yeah you know pool fancy dancer one way cutie pie pool fancy dancer uh zap i mean even the early rap mm -hmm. you know like battle ram and stuff mm -hmm. like that then West Coast hip hop was born. Yeah. Right? Mm -hmm. And that was raw and uncut. And there was something real special about that sound. But I think as 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 time went on, people forgot like the artistic, like the art right. of it. I think people would sample mm -hmm. a classic song and even if they put ABC rhymes over it, right. uh, it would work because of the classic songs. Mm -hmm. So it was easier to get away with a hit song so i think like puff got away with a lot of that okay early in his career yeah you know by using like all the old school songs mm -hmm. the message with mace 
You know what I'm saying? I can see that. I can see you that. You know, then he used uh, um, Juicy mm-hmm. with B.I.G., but B.I.G. was a savage. 100%. You know, but, I, and then, you know, coming to now, I think the, the art of music is gone. Why, really? I think so. You know, mm. I think, it, you know, everybody wants a hit song on the radio. Mm. I really think like the true element of writing and the true element of producing and making sure that you create good music mm-hmm. is not as important in this climate. Um... That's interesting you say that. Um, do you think it's more like money driven? People just trying to adapt to like, you know. One million percent, I think yeah. it's money driven. Mm-hmm. That's what I mean. Right. I mean, before it was music to make music. Mm-hmm. Now it's music to make money. Which, right. don't get me wrong, it's cool, but that shouldn't be the divide, that shouldn't be the, the, the dominant factor. Right, right, right. I think the art should be, like if you go look at a basketball player, a baseball player, or a hockey player, and you go to his mom's crib, You'll see pictures of him doing that sport when he's like eight. Okay, yeah. And it wasn't driven by money, it was driven by passion. You're right, you're right. A lot of stuff is, is, is supposed to be driven by passion, but I feel like, you know, we got social media, you know, you know, per- perception on social media and everything is, is driven. Like if you, even like early in like San Diego rap with, yeah. the, with, with us, mm-hmm. there was no social media. So it's the nothing. art was like really there. You know, like we really like thugged it out. We right. were really like driving up and down the Southwest, Damn. you know, selling, you know, music out the trunk. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? 100%. And, 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 and you know, some of the best came out of SD. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, I agree 100%. Even like Mitchie and even like J.O. Yeah. Like early in their careers, like that, that was some hip hop shit. Yes. You know, Shadow too, Night Out too. Mm. You know, Sick Jacket in Los Angeles from Psycho Realm, Conejo. Yeah. Like there's hip hoppers in, in, you know, in the game. Who are, your, who are some of your favorite, like, SD uh, uh, rappers, you know, that you say that you, that you, you back like? Back then it? or, like, period? Let, let's, stay, let's start back then. Back then, favorite San Diego, Green Eyes. Green Eyes, okay. Green Eyes was a savage. Big June was a savage. Okay. Mitch has always been a savage. J.O. was a savage. Mm-hmm. My brother Shadow's always been a savage. Yeah, yeah. You know, Br- Broski Night, I'll rest in peace. Mm-hmm. You know, he had a very... He was very, very creative. Yeah, yeah. He yeah. was the one saying like, bring them all around, say you wanna pedal me, do you wanna get down, they flip when I wanna trip with my clip, shooting them down to the ground, everybody Ooh. knows that I got a gun that I don't ever miss. <laughs> you know, he was rapping like that. 100%. Which made me mm-hmm. learn how to say shit like, everybody wanna be knowing how I be doing it when I be flowing, I be fucking them up in the mind every time that I wanna be busting a rhyme. That was influenced by Night Out. Bro, I'm telling you, you still got the passion behind it, bro. Oh, yeah, man. I I, but I'll be saying shit like, yo, I finna get ready to go to the store. Does anybody want something? Yeah, yeah. Oh, hey, you're gonna be making a ride at the light. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> uh, one thing about you that I, I noticed from you coming here, and then you know you're doing uh, you know, your videos here and things like that, being around you uh, quite a few times, your work ethic. You know, your work ethic is, is like above and beyond. Like you're driven by something else. Like what, uh, where do you get your work ethic from? I just, I'm a passionate person. Mm. I've always been a passionate person. I, you know, I've, I've always said everything that you do, no matter what it is, do it with all your heart. Yes. So I do, I, I do everything with all my heart. You know, even when I was in a destructive state, I was destructive with all my heart. Really? Yeah, you know, mm. but when I, when I engaged, like in my, in my evolution, mm-hmm. I'm doing it with all my heart. And I'm right. saying I'm doing it because it's it's a there's no destination. Let's go. There's no destination. It's just a it's a journey. 
So when you was in your destructive state, you mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? Like, tell, let's talk about that. Cause I know you, you battle with some alcohol, alcoholism. Yeah. yeah, yeah you know yeah, what I mean? So yeah. it's this, I mean, I want to talk about some of these things cause I feel like we can learn from these conversations. Yeah. Yeah. And yeah, you know, yeah. like I said, like it's, I've been around you a lot and, and a lot of stuff that you do is like inspirational, you know what I mean? So let's talk about more, you know, when you was in your alcohol stage, you know what I mean? Well, you know, I, uh, I lost my mom really young. Okay. Okay. And, uh, the way that the way that all that happened, I couldn't. I, I I wasn't willing to accept it at the time. I was really young. You know, she had a brain tumor. She mm. died. You know, she was abandoned when she was young. So we had no cousins. We had no aunts. No no family. It was just my brothers, my sister, and my mom. Mm-hmm. So when she passed away, you know, it took it took a long time for me to like really understand that that's just the cycle of life. Damn. You know what I'm saying? Like, there's little kids with leukemia right now. You know what I'm saying? There's someone passed away yesterday in a car accident that was just shining in their life. You know Damn. what I'm saying? So it's just the cycle of life. 100%. So, um, you know, I would use alcohol mm. to try to numb how I felt. Mm. So you never really, you never really deal with, 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 with your pain. You know, if you don't, if, if you don't have the tools to deal with your pain, you're going to be, you're going to jump into a destructive state real quick. 100%. So later in life, but we'll get back to that is, I learned that you absolutely have to go through your pain before you can truly experience your joy. Damn. You could decorate it, mm-hmm. but but you have to go through it in order to really experience it. And you know, man, that the, here's the misconception about being on the journey though. Mm-hmm. Everybody thinks you don't have any more problems. Mm. It's It's in your greatest moments that the devil shows up. That's true. That's facts. You know what I'm saying? It's when you're doing your best that something will happen or, or someone will will try to come and, and, and try to pull that from you. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So being in a destructive state, you got to remember, dog, like I, you've heard me say this. Actually, I recorded the, the video right here to the song <laughs> Planet of the Conscious. Right. You know, the reason I said that is because the, the majority of humanity is planet of the unconscious. Woo, man. Hey, you doing? Hey, you just, we gotta start paying for this, man. This is too much no, knowledge you're giving is, right now. It is planet of the unconscious, and wow. I was, and I was, and I was in that planet, okay. and I was uncon- unconscious. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and you have to be okay with being able to to say that. Like, look, bro. Everybody wants to grow, but everybody stays the same. Whew. Everybody wants to grow, but everybody stays the same. Mm-hmm. People, people want to post shit. People want to recite shit. They want to record videos but you grow by yourself like a tree does 100 and what does a tree say when it grows it doesn't say anything yeah when you're good privately it shows publicly you've heard me say that before you know what i'm saying facts though so so one of the things that we always have to remember bro is that when you're sincere to your growth you have no barriers so the obstacles that you do face and the turbulence that you do encounter it's part of part of your process so, bro, where do you get all this knowledge from, man? Every time I, I like, I, I tune into your social media or I'm around you, you're spinning like scriptures, bro. Like, you know what I mean? So, where do you like get this knowledge from? I mean, I read. Okay. You know, I read in my life experience. Mm-hmm. You know, I've, I've, I've been on both sides of it, though. You know, I've, I've been on the side of it where I'm an animalistic, barbaric conquistador. Ooh, let's go. And I've been on the side of it where I just don't say anything. Mm. Uh, and nothing can really strike me. I I make sure to keep my galaxy, uh, you know, nurtured in private. 
you know, you shouldn't publicly announce who your enemies are. Mm. You shouldn't publicly try to expose people because when you expose other people, you're really exposing yourself. You know what I'm saying? And you're really putting yourself in striking distance. That's you know good. what I'm saying? You're putting yourself in striking distance. And, you know, a lot of people bark, but when that bite comes, mm -hmm. it ends up being because of you. 100%. You know what Damn. I'm saying? That's crazy. That's crazy. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, I want to stop this and just put like a little Patreon link right now and just go pan for this. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Hey, um, this is what somebody I wanted to talk about. I talk about on, on every podcast because, you know, like I said, these are learning situations and, uh, and we'll do these conversations. Um, what do you think about the, the current state of the, uh, the Senegal music scene at the moment? I think it's in a good place. Okay. You know, man, I see a lot of noise out here. Mm -hmm. And no disrespect to any artist from the city, but I'm 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 a lot like Floyd Mayweather, like when he says, like, I don't worry about what everybody else is doing, I worry about what I'm doing. Let's go. You know, and I don't mean no disrespect to anybody, but I mean, you know, I I I've I've seen it, you know what I mean? And there's a lot of good things coming out of the city. Yeah. I don't know a lot of the names, mm -hmm. but I but I've seen them in, in action and I'm like, Oh, that's he's from S D. Yeah. You know what I mean? So I think uh, I think it's I think we're in a good place. You know, I hear a lot of chatter when we're in, you know from other people outside the city, and I feel like a lot of the artists in San Diego don't get their respect. Mm -hmm. Why do you don't think that you know San Diego artists don't get their respect from other people outside the city? Well, I mean, you got to remember who's respect from who. You know, what I mean? you know that's it. That's an idea. Mm -hmm. That's what are you looking respect from who like? respect yourself yeah you know but again i think a lot of that is driven from the outside world what you want what what your idea is of being famous and being well you know what what is respect man i don't you know i own i need to own a mansion i need to be on the radio i need to be selling out shows all over the world mm -hmm. you know my streams need to be at 10 million every year like you know what i'm saying like that's that's a journey right it's not a song right it's an absolute journey you know what i'm saying like a boxer you know he started in some backyard gym Mm -hmm. You know, then he went to the amateurs, then he probably ended up at the Olympics, mm -hmm. then he turned pro, then he had a couple losses, but you know, it's it's all a journey. Right. So I just think respect is based on the whatever your perception of that is. Mm. You know what I mean? I just think if you make good music, it's, it's good music. Gotcha. Right. Look at Prince. Mm -hmm. You know, Prince could have been doing that anywhere in the world and people would have said, wow. Mm. Fucking executive saying, wow. Everybody's saying wow because the shit is dope. Right, 100%. You know, that's mm -hmm. just what it is. Like, Sade. Mm -hmm. If Sade was singing at, you know, outside the Cheesecake Factory. Yeah. Does it make a difference if it's Jimmy Iovine or fucking, <laughs> you know, Timmy? Mm-hmm, 100%. But it's got to be like that. Yep. When, you, when you're doing your music and you're rocking with your shit, like, that's the way you got to feel. Yeah. Like, you got to feel like, a, look, Deepak Chopra says this. He says... Expectancy determines outcomes. Mm -hmm. When you're not attached to the outcome, the outcome is guaranteed. So the more you want to be respected, mm -hmm. the more you want to be famous, the more you're creating a barrier between you and that because of your want. Mm. God. Hey, I'm charging everybody. We we dropping this till we get money from this like, interview, man. I love it. I knew this was going to be like this. I was so excited to talk to you. No, but it's the you truth. Know? Yes. Like, dog, we're supposed to be free when we're recording. Yes. We're yeah. like, you know, let's, you know, the dudes that grab their guitar and just get busy. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Like that's freedom. Mm -hmm. I've been at the beach and I'll see a dude playing his guitar singing. I'm like, 
this motherfucker's an animal. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's just in tune and aligned with his subconscious. Yes. See, our true art and our and, and our theatrical animated energy comes from our subconscious. Mm-hmm. You know, and when you're in tune and aligned with your subconscious, you're free. <sighs> Let's go, bro. You're free. Yeah. You don't make music like, fuck, I want to make a song like this guy. Every time I go to the studio, I ask Steve Vicious. Shout out, shout out to Steve Vicious. Yeah. We don't know what the fuck we're going to do when we get in the studio. You just go ahead. It's, I'll see you at three, broski. That's our text message. Mm-hmm. I go in at three, and he's like, what are we doing today? I'm mm-hmm. like, let's get some dark piano. Mm-hmm. Okay, what are we doing? And then I'm like, boom, 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 boom. He goes, okay. So then he goes, boom, 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 boom. I'm like, all right, let's add some piano. Some, yeah. some high piano. Ding, 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 Organic. Ding, 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 ding. So now we're going, boom, boom, ding, ding, right? <laughs> Let's get some worm going. <laughs> and before you know it, the shit is there. Yeah. So when the shit comes out, then I'm on some, you know, there's a war going on outside, you know, whatever is going on, you mm, know? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then I'm like, oh, you know, then, and then it just happens. Yeah. And then a hook comes and then you get melodic. And then it just happens. But it's freedom. Yeah. It's just freedom. You're recording from a place of freedom. It's so, it's so funny. When I see you uh, making music, and I can tell you just having fun, and you are free. Yeah. You're, you're in a place of bliss yes. when you make your music. Yeah. What That's crazy. Look, bro. When I went to go do all the media mm-hmm. for the Chicano Music Festival. Yeah. When I got to the newsroom, mm-hmm. they're looking at me like, Who's this extra from American me that just walked in here, right? Yeah. But by the time I start talking and I tell them, like, you know, you can't download music. Mm-hmm. You can download music. You can download songs. Right. But you can't download an experience, dog. Let's go, bro. Let's go. You know, recording, growing, getting creative with your art. Like, like the person that did this, mm-hmm. it was freedom while they were doing it. Oh, this. It's facts. This. It's freedom. Mm-hmm. When you are free in your art, everything else will come to you. When you are consumed in being famous and you are consumed in being rich, mm. how rich are you if you have a bunch of inner poverty? That's crazy, bro. How rich? How rich, doc? Mm-hmm. You know how many people, bro, have millions of dollars in the bank and mm-hmm. are emotionally bankrupt? I've been there before, bro. Me too. I've been there before. You know, bro, not only that, people that are physically fit, mm-hmm. th- that are emotionally obese. Yeah. You know, there's people have a misconception mm-hmm. of what being rich is. You know, man, and that shit is dangerous. Mm-hmm. That shit is really, really dangerous because you will abandon who you truly are and you will fall into this facade of who you think you are because who you are and who you think you are are two very different fucking things. <laughs> That's true. That's true. You know. The perception of you. Yeah, bro. Like yeah. you know, man, I I just I just had a little baby. Mm-hmm. My little my little baby's my little baby's name is Ocean. Yeah, yeah. And you know, man, I'm a father from a completely different space. Mm. You know, I also have a 30-year-old. 
You got a 30-year-old son? I got a 30-year-old daughter. Oh, son, I'm sorry. And bro, I got a 20 you, and I got a 20-year-old daughter. Bro, you look like you're 30. <laughs> you got Thank that you. good. You might got some black in you, bro. <laughs> this brother got some black in him. You might be a brother, man. You might something. You better go check your family tree. Check look it. at him, man. Check it out. You look good, bro. Thank you, dog. Yeah. Thank you. So look. I have a 30-year-old. Yeah. I have a 20-year-old. I have a 15-year-old. Mm-hmm. And I have a 13-year-old. And then I have Ocean. Okay. So, baby, is Ocean here? Can I bring yeah, him yeah, in real bring quick? Him on, bring him in. I, I want to introduce Handsome my, little, little devil. I want to introduce my little guy. Handsome little devil, and, too. And, and there's a reason why. Mm-hmm. He, Handsome little devil. Th- thank you. Thank you. Mm-hmm. He looks like his mama. That's why. <laughs> that's why I tell my wife. You yeah. Know what I mean? Yeah, man. Like, this is my little Congratulations, guy. man. Bring him in. Uh, that's all right. You Come see here, them son. cameras. Come here. <laughs> Come here. Bringing them on. Hey, little, hey, little man. Look, this is my little baby. Bro, ocean. congratulations, man. Look this at him. Ocean right here. What's up, dude? Yeah, my <laughs> So this little guy right here. Yeah. Like I'm a father from this space. Right. To him. You yeah. know what I'm saying? So he heals mm-hmm. my inner child. I feel you. Like he helps heal all that trauma that I faced when I was young, yeah. uh, especially in the sense where I never want him to experience the things that I've experienced. Facts. Especially when he was small like that. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Especially him being small like that. You know, man, like having kids changed my life and I don't think people understand until you have a kid, you know, how they just, it just, it just changed everything about you. Yeah, you know no, I mean? no doubt. Yeah. You know, no doubt. Yeah, even you, love, like love, like I haven't experienced. I never experienced love until like true unconditional love until I had a kid, bro. You know, bro, and and, and you couldn't have said that any better. Mm-hmm. You know, let me let me get him back to his mama real quick. A kid, a kid would just alter your whole life in a good way. Like it's it's so amazing what a kid would do to you. And you know they they don't they don't know how to how to be deceitful right Ooh. you know so yeah. so you're you're really dealing with you're really de- dealing with something pure yeah and you got to remember how how important that is yeah you know they they trust you mm-hmm. they trust you they depend on you 1000 percent. and for me to be in this space right now in the journey you know in my sobriety you know really engaging in 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 doing all that i can possibly be to be the best me and having a, a baby from this space you know, man, it brings a lot of humility to my life. Mm. You know, and when you're really navigating your life from a place of humility, it's a really, it's a really, um, it's a special place. Mm-hmm. So what do you think your purpose is? My purpose, bro, at the end of the day, bro, is to make sure that I can be a great representation of what earning your evolution is. Damn. You can't say that any better, bro. You like, you wrote that down. <laughs> no, yeah, yeah, man. Look, man, you know, mm-hmm. we are, uh, we live in a in a climate where we are driven by chaos. Yeah. We are driven by perception. We are driven by a decorated disguise of deception. Yeah. You know, th- there's a lot of evil energy out there. It is, bro. It is. So you got to know what the fuck you're dealing with. True. You know, and 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 and, and I mean that. Mm-hmm. Like you got to know what the fuck you're up against. Mm-hmm. That's why I said earlier like you shouldn't be out publicizing who the fuck your enemy is. Right. You shouldn't be out there publicizing what you're gonna do, how much money you have, you know what I'm saying, and all of that. You should just be quiet and grow. Just go. And just go. 
Yep. You know, be be the best at what you do. Mm-hmm. You know, trying to expose other people and trying to be disrespectful and all of that, bro. The only thing that that's going to do is blow up in your face. Yeah. You yep. know what I mean? Like playing with dynamite, it's a dangerous situation. There's a lot of dynamite going around in human form. Mm. You know what I'm saying? And that's that's real. Give me some um you know, like I said, you've been doing music for a long time. You have a lot of wisdom. You have a lot of knowledge. Give me some knowledge. Uh, give me some like gems that you can drop on these inspiring artists that's coming up who wants to be Mr. Little One. Nah, that that's that's where you start. Mm-hmm. You don't want you don't want that. You you want to be you. Mm-hmm. I heard a great story. I heard a great story by Snoop the other day. Okay, he said that Ice Cube kept calling him and telling him, "Hey, we want Nipsey to play." play you mm-hmm. but he's not returning our calls so he said that he called nip and that and that he told nip like hey yo uh come through let me talk to you so when he came through he told nip hey man you know cuban trying to get a hold of you so you could play me mm. and nip told him man you know I, I love you and i respect you dog but if i play you they're gonna know me for being you i want them to know me for being me mm interesting so for any up-and-coming artists out there i would encourage you um learn how to be the best you Mm. look my dog that's where it starts right you know you can't can't be the best rapper without being the best you you can't be the best father without being the best you thanks you can't be the best brother without being the best you you can't be anything without being the best you it could seem like it yeah you know that. 100%. It can seem like it. You know, you got money in the bank, you have a car, a couple cars in the driveway, a nice house, but if you got swamp water rolling through your bloodstream. That's what you are. It'll show up. Yes, sir. 100%. It'll show up. 100%. You know, man, I, I, you know, I know that this may sound a little, a little crazy, but I, but, you know, but I do believe that the less people in your life the better at times. I agree with you, bro. 1,000%. Being yeah. your own little bubble. You know, being your own little galaxy. Yep. Look, if if I'm in my galaxy and you're in your galaxy, if I'm, if I'm a fucking astronaut mm-hmm. and I'm in outer space and I see you in outer space, then I know everything you did to get there mm-hmm. because it's exactly what I did. So when an astronaut sees another astronaut, it's like, okay, we the same over here. That's why the, that's why there's not a whole bunch of astronauts in outer space. Right. In outer space. Mm-hmm. You know, so you got to remember, uh, you know, a lot of deceitful shit comes in disguise. You're 100% right. So I would encourage your artists to really get creative on your beats, get creative on your rhymes, read a lot of books, mm-hmm. you know, learn from, you know, there's nothing wrong with being inspired by other people, but make shit your own. Like, what are some things that you did, you know, coming up to make you successful? Like, you know, you're very successful, you know, in your music career. Like, what are some, like, gems you can drop on these artists that, you know, can help them progress in their I, future? I would say this. Don't get caught up in the in the phrase, I got signed. Mm. That doesn't mean anything. Okay. I would say that create your fan base. Start with 100 people. Nice. Start with 100 people. Get a hundred people that really, really fuck with you. An average person that, that, that has a job that doesn't give a fuck about spending a hundred dollars on your product. Gotcha. All right, so you get a hundred people and you, and, you, and you earn their respect, right? We're talking about respect. 100%. Where they appreciate what you do, mm-hmm. where they like what you do, and they're a fan of you. Right. So you do a show with a hundred people and you charge them a hundred dollars, you just made $10,000. 
Damn, right? Right? Mm-hmm. So you go rent a venue and you tell the venue, hey, you keep the bar and I keep the door. Right. Right? I'm going I'm to bring 100 people in here. So if the capacity is a capacity to fit 100 people, it's going to look great. And all you got to do is be you. Facts. Then you take some merch. Mm. If they fuck with you, they're going to buy a shirt with your face on it. Right. Or with your album cover on it. So you get a shirt with your album cover on it. You get 100 people to fuck with you. You got everybody's email. So every time you do something, you, you send it out. Yo, I got a new single dropping. I got a new album dropping. I got a new t-shirt dropping. You do a mock-up. You don't even have to press it. When they order it, go press it mm-hmm. and then send it out. Let's go. So there's your merch. There's your fans. There's your music. And there are your shows. Let's go. Hey, you guys go. Mr. Little One himself told you all. He gave you the business already. And then you get 200 fans. Mm-hmm. And then 300 fans. And then 400 fans. How long did it take for you to be feel like you were successful in music? How long? What was the, the journey like? When 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 did you know that okay, I'm successful doing what I'm doing? When I wasn't making music for money anymore. Mm. Okay, okay. And hey, you a deep brother. And <laughs> 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 hey, we're going to church today, bro. Checking in. Damn. <coughs> Excuse me. You know. I used to go on vacations mm-hmm. with music money. I used to spend thousands of dollars at the bar. I used to tell people, I'm gonna pay everybody's bill. I was a show off. Mm-hmm. I would tell people that I was rich, but I was probably in the most depressed state ever. Mm-hmm. Money doesn't fix you. That's facts, bro. Money doesn't buy you out of depression. Money doesn't buy your inner poverty yep. money decorates it yep neither do cars neither does jewelry neither do women neither do vices mm-hmm. it's you against you facts bro and you excavate and then you truly elevate and then you can say that you're in the process of earning your evolution mm. you know dog like I get overwhelmed at times too. And I'm just like, what's the lesson here? What's the lesson here for me? What's happening here right now? Mm-hmm. You know, because it's really, it's really difficult for me to believe that people don't understand the magnitude of what being present is. Everybody's caught up in the past or the future that they abandoned the present. If you're caught up in something that hasn't happened or something that already happened, how are you supposed to appreciate what's happening? I agree with you 1000%, but it's, you're, you're one of these people's on a different frequency. You know what I mean? It takes time and wisdom to get to your level, bro. It does take time and wisdom, but you have to remember that time doesn't change you. You change you. Facts. People have a misconception of time. Yeah. The chronological sense of time is very different than the psychological sense of time. I, okay, yeah. You you understand? Yes, I'm I'm, I'm, I'm deciphering your code right now. <laughs> so so this is a very uh, intellectual conversation right so, here. So check it out. I've said this before. Mm-hmm. There's a chronological time. Yes, and then there's psychological time. So chronological time obviously is minutes and mm-hmm. hours, but psychological time is moments and memories. So when you're stuck and consumed in the past. You're in psychological 
time. But when you're stuck in the future, you're stuck in psychological time. Mm. So it's robbing you of what? The present. Right. You can only experience true bliss in the present. Stand in the present. That's the only way. That's how you know you, how you see little kids? Yeah. And they don't have a care in the world. Right. When they're happy, that's bliss. Yeah. Yeah. That's what bliss feels like. So I think it, in this day and age, everybody is more concerned with seeming mm. like they're happy. Their perception. Their perception. Mm. They want to, you know, they, they don't mind driving with a distorted lens. But, oh, man, I'm trying to go a little deeper on you, bro. I mean, I understand what you're saying, but we all got some insecurities that we need to work on, though. Yeah, but what's what wrong with that? 100%. I think, what's wrong with that? Do you think it's a process to get there? Yeah, it's a process. Yeah. But there's always got to be progress during the process. Absolutely. Because if you're in the process, mm -hmm. then you're experiencing the progress. Yeah. But if you're pretending to be in the process and there is no progress, you're living in a stagnated state. Yeah, I think it's because we're gonna do whatever what your surroundings are, and you know we're we're we are consumed by social media all the time. So we always kind of you know programmed to to you know what everybody else is doing. So whatever the social norms are, that's what we're gonna kind of uh, conform to. So that's why I think that most people are driven off perception because you get that love and respect off what people think you have or, or what people think you are. Yeah, dog, but that's not love and that's not respect. I agree. You mean I'm gonna love you because you got you're in Dubai in a Ferrari? But you go, but that's respect to some people though. Well, that's not respect I in agree. real life. I agree with you. Okay, you know. I agree with you. It, look, an imaginary car can't crash with a physical car. Facts. Because they're in a different mental vibration. Right. But an imaginary car can crash with another imaginary car. Mm -hmm. Right? Right. Because that's the same frequency. Free, yeah. So other people that believe that that's respect attract other people like that. Facts. So that means that it's all a big facade. Yes. And then it becomes a, a cycle. 100%. Of a big community of people that feel the same way about each other that do not live in reality. I could, uh, yes. I mean, with that. look, it's, it sounds like, oh, you know, whatever, but the true bag is when you're free. I agree with 100%. I had money before. You know, go ahead. Say what you're going to say. If I didn't have, like, my music and, mm -hmm. and, 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 and my journey in the Chicano Music right. Festival, right. bro, I wouldn't even have social media. Mm. I really wouldn't. Because you don't care what people think about you. I do, I'm going to say this without trying to... And you can make a clip of this. I'm going to chop this up. I don't give a fuck what people think about me. Facts. I don't give one fuck what anybody thinks about me. Yep. You know why? Because I'm full of fucking life. Let's go. I'm full of life. Let's go. I give a fuck what my children think about me. Yep. I give a fuck about the people that I love and love me think about me. Mm -hmm. I give a fuck about my journey. All this other noise, all this other chaos, all this other serpent energy that is flowing around like i stay away from it mm -hmm. i don't put myself in striking distance everybody wants to respond or i don't say nothing mm. i i i don't attach myself to anything but i stay connected to everything let's go you know what i'm saying yep and and i mean it so people can say what they want to say people can think what they want to think people can post whatever they want to post it doesn't matter to me
Yeah. It's, it's irrelevant to me. Not only that, but you got to ask yourself, like somebody that's really on their purpose, yeah. somebody that's successful, somebody that's living, somebody that's free, somebody that wakes up in the morning and enjoys their fucking life, you think they have time to be on social media posting parasitical nonsense? Absolutely not, bro. Thank you. And you know, it's so funny, in my particular life, I learned that when I lost everything. When I lost everything, phone, nobody was calling me, nobody gave a shit about me. Only people who really cared about me was my family. My family, that was it, bro. I can name like two or three people. One million percent, bro, and that's the way it works. When you're high, bro, everybody's yep. everybody's there with you. You're cool. You're cool. Yep. But wait till you lose. You're not bottom, bro. Wait till you lose. They scatter, bro. And look, another thing, too, that you got to be really careful about is engaging with people. Uh, you give me 100 grand for my new album, mm. and my album doesn't sell, you're not my homie no more. Wow. You know what I'm saying? That's why yeah. you need to do shit by yourself. Uh-huh. You know, man, I lost a lot of people along the way, bro. And a lot of people get get this. It's, it's the music business. Mm. It's the entertainment business. Mm. You're not always going to win. You're going to have some records that ain't going to do shit. Right. You're going to do some shows that ain't going to sell out. Facts. You're going to have some merch that's going to stay in the garage. Mm. you keep going. Facts. That doesn't dictate your success. Your success is based on you staying driven and passionate and believing in yourself. Yep. You know, man, so again, you know, look at you, bro. I've always, I'm, I'm a fan of what you do. I'm mm. a fan of you as a person. I appreciate you. You know, man, one of the things that I always, that I always, uh, I appreciate is that every time that I see you, you're the same person. You know why? Because you're just being you. I, I, bro, I swear, man, everything you're saying I can resonate with because I've been through it already. You know yeah, what I'm well, you, we're on the same frequency. Though. I swear, everything that you're saying, I've been through it. I know it. I can feel. It. I know. It. I know everything. The experiences in life, I've been there. So, I, yeah, dog. I know what you're saying. You know, so, so you got to remember, bro. Like, it's really important to mind your own business. Mm -hmm. It's really important not to get a not to 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 absorb without you know and get absorbed. Mm -hmm. It's really important to uh, be the best you. And nurture you Thanks. and worry about you. Yeah. When you spend a lot of time focusing on somebody else and what somebody else is doing, you're taken away from what you should be doing. Mm -hmm. You know, so again, the outside, there's a book called The Untethered Soul by Michael Singer, and he mm -hmm. says that the moment in front of you was never bothering you, that you bothered yourself about the moment in front of you. Yeah. Because right. all we are, dog, at the end of the day is we are the experiencer experiencing the experience. Let's go. Yep. You know, bro, people. You're a cold piece, man. You're a cold piece, man. Nah, I man. I swear, you're nah, a cold nah, piece. Nah, bro. I, I, I do my best to, mm -hmm. um, to stay away from the nonsense. Yeah. You know, man, it, it wasn't always like that. Mm. You know what I'm saying? There was a time that if somebody says something about me, no matter where I was, I make a U-turn, I go, I go handle that. Yeah. You know, you gotta, it takes, they say this, there's a lot of parasitical energy in the world. There's a lot of people that have things to say about you. It takes the courage of a warrior and the skill of an artist to be able to stay away from striking distance and keep on going this way. Mm. Because if you keep going that way, you're still growing. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It all takes one decision to make you or one decision to break you. 1,000%. 1,000%. So stay away from the fuckery. 
Yeah. Even if the fuckery comes and looks for you, stay away from it. But, bro, that's the hard part, bro. <laughs> that's the hard part because we, you know, that's the hard part, man. I mean, you know, you know unless somebody is an immediate threat to me or my family. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like, look, dog. Yeah. Uh, a, a real, a real, you know. Yeah. You know. Yeah. You ain't going to say nothing. Absolutely not. You ain't going to say nothing. You ain't gonna say a damn right. thing. Gonna handle business. You just gonna, you know what I'm saying? Absolutely. A real, a, a real person is not gonna be posting. Nope. A real person is not gonna be publicizing. A real person is not gonna be reposting. Nope. Uh, and if your circle's doing exactly what you're doing, and I'm gonna go nip here, then you don't have a circle. You have a cage. <laughs> I heard that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like dog bums hang out with bums. Facts. Losers hang out with losers. Yep. Gamblers hang out with gamblers. Drug addicts hang out with drug addicts. Yep. And on the flip side, winners hang out with winners. You are who you hang around. Ball players hang out with ball players. Yes. 100%. People on the journey hang out with other people on the journey. Mm. So how do you match your frequency with a parasite and someone that's free? It don't match. Don't match. So you got to let a parasite be a parasite. Mm. And you just continue to be free. 1,000%. That's all you can do. Yep. Look, dog, a pig is going to be a pig. <laughs> all right? You can take a pig to Maui mm-hmm. and the pig will find the mud. Yeah. The moment that you engage in that, then you're part of that mud. You're a pig. You're a pig too. Yeah. So say what you're going to say. Yeah. Do what you're going to do. And, and and stay over here. I heard that. Hey, so you're one of them um, artists. You push the, the the Latin culture, the Mexican culture forward. But I was listening to one of your uh, Instagram posts. You saying that people don't want to use the word Mexican anymore. Mm-hmm. Elaborate more about what you're talking about. Well, you know, I I I said that based on the on the current climate of the festivals mm. going on in the world. Yeah, you know instead of using the word Mexican or raza yeah. or, you know, people use taco mm-hmm. or tamales or michelada or tostada or some shit like that. Mm-hmm. Instead of the true representation, that's why in the Chicano Music Festival that I do, I bring the cultural elements. Right. I make sure that there is Aztec dancers, yeah. mariachis, live art, low riders mm-hmm. and timeless music right. i grew up on the oldies like the delphonics and sly slick and the wicked and tierra and malo and the midnighters so people are like well the delphonics are not latino but the, but the music was part of our culture yeah yeah you know what i'm saying 100 yeah, the, the oldies were part of our culture right any you know mexican film you know, hood movie had oldies in the background. 1, from Boulevard Nights to Duke of Earl to American Me, and that's never gonna change. Mm-hmm. It just, you know, ignorance. Ignorance is heavy. 1,000. Ha- hater, the hater energy is heavy. <laughs> when you're winning, people wanna see you lose. Mm. You gotta be, look, dog, the four agreements, you've heard me talk about that before. Yep. You never take anything personal. You never make assumptions. You always do your best. You need to write a book, bro. And you stay impeccable with your word, big dog. Yes. Yep. Look, and, and that doesn't just mean 
to do what you say you're going to do. It just means watch your words. Mm. Watch what you say. The only thing you're going to do by trying to hurt someone else with your words is bring danger to you. Mm. You're going to just make people not like you. You, know, you, use mm. your, you use your words to, to make a difference in the world. I heard that. Look, dog, everything rolls around back. Damn. Everything rolls around back, dog. Karma. Everything rolls around back. You know, dog, I, and I lived on that side of things too. Mm-hmm. I, I've lived, I lived in that frequency before, uh, this, uh, uh, a frequency of, of revenge, a frequency of being barbaric. You don't relapse at all? No. Mentally, this, this, mentally strong now. I, uh, you know, everybody gets frustrated. 100%. But, but I don't, I don't, I don't get destructive. Mm. The furthest that I'll go is, hey, I don't feel I'm being supported here. Mm. You know, I'm going to go for a walk and I'm going to go breathe over there. I have a, I have a supportive woman. Right. That loves me for me. <clears throat> My woman can give a fuck if I sell another album or another ticket. Let's go. She loves me for me. Yeah. And I love her for her. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? She's been through my journey with me. Mm-hmm. You know, but ultimately, bro, like for me to get into a destructive state where I'm going to go be violent or I'm going to go drink or I'm going to go missing or I'm going to go do some something that's going to hurt my journey, I won't do that. Mm. I won't do that, bro. Got too much wisdom now. I have too much respect for my evolution. I heard that, bro. That's what I'm talking about. Let's get to um, back to your music a little bit because I, I want people to understand your music and stuff like that as well. Um, so you got some upcoming um, songs. You've been making a lot of music, bro. So let's talk about some upcoming songs that you, you have, you know what I mean? Um, I don't want to drop the names, but you got some big stuff coming up. So let's talk about that a little bit. You know, it's kind of funny because we get deep in there. It was... <laughs> 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 and we go hard in that little I was like man like, let yo, me let's get back to the music hey, now. Hey, <laughs> you know uh, cause I want people to you know you got a lot of stuff that we gotta we gotta cover on the music side because dude you been doing it for a long time and we gotta, we gotta cover all this well like I told you and I'll do honesty I have I don't know hundreds of songs in my email yeah that are not even released because I still go to the studio because I'm free. Why do why do artists do that? I don't understand that, bro. Like you, you guys are content hoarders. Why do why do artists do that? You got hundreds of songs, bro. You don't release them. Yeah, but bro, I have I don't know like ten thousand songs out. Dang, that's crazy. I own, like dog. I have catalogs of music. Hey, that's crazy. I have music from 1996 up until now. Dang, albums after albums after albums after albums. You know what I'm saying? So. Why you know, do artists? Why do you guys sit on music? So I've been there and done that. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. But like I said, I don't, I don't do that no more. Mm. I mean, right now where I'm at, you know, I have a huge, huge, huge project that's about to drop. I know, <clears> I know, I know. You know, by the time this comes out, it dropped already. Okay. So it's Vato Loco. Yes, sir. Featuring Cocaine. Yep. Shadow, I put Shadow, and, and my brother Finis. Yeah. You know, we're doing the video here tomorrow. And man, I'm blessed to be around these 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 legends. And you know, it kind of just happened though. Mm-hmm. You know, it kind of just happened. And like I said, when you make music from, from that space, yeah. it kind of just happens that way. What inspires you to keep doing music? You being successful, you got your credentials are high, you're doing music with everybody, legends. But what inspires you to keep on pushing and, and, and creating music? 
because I'm an artist. Mm. I'm never going to stop. Damn. I'm going to be in the studio when I'm 100 years old. Let's go, bro. This is, this is your passion. It's my passion. Take him for a walk. Yeah, my bad. No, you good? Yeah, I'm never going to stop. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm going to continue to go. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to continue to do music. Like, I don't go in. Like, there was a time where I go in the studio and I'd be like, okay, cool. I'm going to start my new album. Yeah. But I was in the midst of that artistry. Right. I was in the midst of being Mr. Little One, the boogeyman, and my new shit's coming out. Mm-hmm. And I was in my competitive nature. You know what I'm saying? Where I'm going to kill this motherfucker album. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Uh, but I'm not there. You know, I'm not. I'm not in a competitive nature no right. more. I just make music. Mm. But the Vato Loco, that shit is crazy. It's nasty. Yeah. I heard the song. Yeah, that, that, shit, song. that shit is fucking crazy. Yeah. And everybody's about to find out. Yeah. You know, I've always felt that even though our cultures are synonymous and close, I always felt there's been a gap there mm. between the black culture and the brown culture. Right. So I felt with Vato Loco and having cocaine, Bring it, 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 it brings it together. Yes. You know, it brings it together in a, in a real positive way. Mm-hmm. You know, and, uh, and, and we got a little surprise on the remix with, with one of the artists from Texas because I feel that there's been a gap between like the Mexicans in Texas and the Mexicans in California. Okay. You know what I'm saying? So I'm gonna close that gap too. Uh, the tension between black and brown, what do you think that stemmed from? You think it's come from like the, you know, uh, prison culture and all that stuff, you know what I'm saying? It comes from ego, bro. Let's go. It's egotistical. Yeah. That's all that is, bro. Mm. You know, I think a lot of people can understand this even through, through, through the politics in jail. Mm-hmm. You know, you're in, the holding police station with a white dude and a black dude and an Asian dude, you're all chopping it up. Wonderful, yeah. Once you go inside, everything changes. Yes. You know what I'm saying? But we come from the same thing. We come from the same thing, bro. Yep. You know what I'm saying? Like, yep. that, same that's struggle. it. And, it, you know, I, went, I remember hearing Brad Pitt one time, somebody interviewed him and said, you know, well, where are you from? He said, I'm a citizen of the planet. Mm-hmm. The fuck you mean? Yeah. And that's real. Rep, yep. You know, the pigmentation, bro, we're all fucking timeless spirits. Facts. No age, no name. Like, you're giving, my name is Reyes, Mm -hmm. but that's just to identify me. Mm -hmm. My spirit is my spirit. Facts. You know what I'm saying? It's all the same. But I just think it's ego, man. Just ego shit, you know? Yeah. You know, I'm, I'm, I'm I'm, I'm better than you. I heard that. So let's man, once again, we'll get back to the music, brother. I gotta get All back right. to this music. Right. Um we get the we go we go left and we go right, but I get back to this music. So let's talk about your upcoming projects other than um the song you about to drop with cocaine and everybody. What well, do you have any more music that you could be dropping? I'm doing the duo project and the project is done. Okay. You know, everybody needs to watch out for my boy Finnis. Mm-hmm. My boy Finnis is an animal. Okay. And everybody's about to find out. You know, the Vato Loco song. Excuse me, remember, it's going to be major. It's mm. going to go viral. Mm. We got a huge campaign. You're going to see us on Big Boy. You're going to see us on K-Day. Let's go. You're going to see us on Power 106. Mm-hmm. You're going to see us on Brown Bag Podcast. You know, we got Jesse Ortiz to spearhead everything. You know, we got a whole PR, whole publicist, like the whole get down. So, um, Vato Loco, that's where it's at right now. I heard Off that. Off the dual project. I heard that. That's where I'm at musically. Okay. Man, um, I wanted, since you're a very uh, lyrical rapper, what's your favorite song that you ever dropped? I don't have a favorite song. Oh, really? Nah. Nothing? Nah. Very lyric. 
nothing. Nothing. What favorite favorite little phrase? Yeah. It was about my brother when my brother because my brother was in prison mm-hmm. when my mom died. Mm. So I said, "What a thing to lose while you're sitting in your blues. Put yourself up in his shoes. How we felt to hear the news. You know. Yeah. So every time I hear that, it kind of touches me in, in a deep way. You know. I feel you, bro. I feel you. What do you want your legacy to be? Legacy to be. Earning your evolution. Damn. When people think about a little one, Mr. Little One. He earned his evolution. Let's go. Look, I, I'm, and I don't mean the, the whole deep thing. The, the reason why people like see us as being deep is because there's a lot of shallow energy. Mm. That's why we're deep. There's a lot of shallow energy, but I, I just think, you know, being able to see that I was able to, you know, come back from alcoholism, mm. being able to come back from being in a destructive state yeah being able to come back from being a really bad decision maker and being able to be free myself from that you mm. know the just I, I said this on one of the podcasts like you know people can be malicious with all their heart but you can be kind with all your heart too let's go you know the bible says bro like love the people that hate you mm. be kind to the people that mistreat you Mm-hmm. Have no ill will to the people that have ill will towards you. Just keep going. Mm. What do you gain? What do they say? Anger begets anger. Mm. Right? Yeah. What are you what are you gonna magnetize to if you jump into fire with another person? You're gonna be on fire too. Yeah. Look, there's a lot of conquistadors, there's a lot of machismo, there's a lot of ego, and there's a lot of in my opinion, just false pretense of what being a real dude is. To me, at this pace, at this you know chapter of my life, being real is just being real to to you, being in an authentic place. Yeah, taking care of your kids, taking care of yourself. Mm-hmm. You know, you said earlier that I look good. I take care of myself. Right. I wake up in the morning. I, I read. I, I go train. I eat. And then I start my day. So I could at the very least feel like I already fed my mind, my body, and my spirit by the time I start my day. Mm-hmm. So when the parasites come, I got the armor over me. <laughs> <laughs> I heard that, Let's get bro. back to the music. <laughs> <laughs> I heard that, man. Um, I'm going to wrap it up a little bit, man. I appreciate you for coming on. Um, before we wrap it up, though, man, I ask everybody this question because, you know, food is very important in San Diego oh, brother yeah. food is important in San Diego if one of your relatives was coming from uh, out of town and, and uh, they asked Mr. Little One what's your favorite taco shop what taco shop are you taking him to 25th in Market in Sherman Southeast San Diego what yeah. let's go yeah man what you getting what you getting there when you go there I got an asada burrito with no onions extra guacamole sour cream three roll tacos with uh, guacamole cheese Sheesh. and a uh, medium horchata that's and a coke about, bro okay and a coke and a coke and a coke i heard that bro man that's what i'm talking about man that's 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 it man i don't I haven't been there i haven't been to that place yet 25th and market my I, dog I, right I got, off the freeway that's where you want to be i gotta go there man or go. or oh we got a, we got a, a second one back we got it we got a bag but it's not a it's not necessarily a taco shop okay you got to go to the national city swap meet 
mm. early in the morning National where that little food. food truck is. Okay. And get the beef and potato burritos. Okay. They've been there for decades, bro. I'm about to check you out. Oh, bro. That's what I'll check you out, man. Yeah, you you want you want to hit that. Hey, man, I appreciate you for coming on, brother, man. Let's say, man, uh, I love what you do. I love your energy, bro. You know, you come here, man. I could, you're disciplined. You got good energy. You're always happy. You you know, you work hard. I learn something every time I'm around you. You know what I'm saying? You just a book of, just full of knowledge, man. man. And, um, yeah. Man, I appreciate you, bro. Yeah. You know, it's the same with you, and I mean that from the bottom of my heart, man. Yeah, you know, man. I see your work ethic. Trying, bro. You know, man, I see what you do, man. I see how passionate you are, man. You're yeah. great at what you do. You're a good dude. You're a good man. Thank you, You brother. got good energy. You always embrace everybody here. You're kind. Thank you, thank you're you. You're smart. You're a G. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And you're doing a great thing here, man. And I see the people that you interview. I see how you interview them. And you got huh. legends in here that have, you know, the highest respect for you, man. And, you know, respects to you, bro. And and I appreciate you. Well, you one of them legends, man. I, like I said, I know you're busy. I see you doing big things out there, doing big shows. So you come in and spend some time with a brother, man, means a lot to me. Uh, I want to say I appreciate you for pushing the culture forward, you know what I'm saying? And spreading love, you know, black and brown, everybody, you know what I'm yeah. saying? Like I said, we're all one, you know what I'm saying? So uh, I, I, I love how you send the example for the youth and other people as well, too. You know yeah, what I'm saying? Yeah, that's so, important. You know, that's yeah. important, man. Um, is there anything you want to leave your fans and, uh, you know, your fans who wa who's watching this? Is there anything you want to leave them before we head out of here? Yeah, I just want to thank every single every person that's ever supported my music. Mm -hmm. You know, I, 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 I'm I really grateful that my music has become so generational. Mm -hmm. You know, man, I, I've been in shows watching a 15-year-old sing every word to once in a decade. You know, that album came out before they were even born. Yeah. So I want to, you know, extend my, my gratitude to everybody that's supported my music and that continues to support my music and that continues to support my journey as a person. And uh, I would encourage you to uh, earn your evolution. Man, once again, we have a legend. We have a pioneer in the building, man. Once again, little little one in the building, man. Appreciate you, man. We'll see you guys once again. This is Big Hendo. Hendo Unplugged. Hendo Unplugged. Once again, we'll see you guys. Appreciate you for stopping by. Hey, respect. Let's go. Let's get it.